Today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. The Ontario government has reached a deal with QP workers, and uh, yes, they are back to work today. Laura Walton is the president of CUPE's Ontario School Board Council of Unions, and uh, once again, she joins us here on the Bill Kelly Show to bring us up to speed on this. Laura, thank you for joining us. Good to have you with us today. Good morning. How are you today? I'm well, and listen, congratulations are in order because I, uh, we'll get into the details in a second, but I talked to a number of people uh, that would, would have been affected by this, of course, over the weekend. They were very concerned about what might happen, how long it's going to happen, but they're back to work, and i got to figure everybody's pretty happy today. Yeah, uh, I think we're all pretty happy. I'm not sure if the kids feel the same way, but I know we are. <laughs> well, yeah, the school day and, and days off are always intriguing. But, but th- this had the potential to be a pretty ugly situation. What happened over the weekend to get things resolved? Uh, I think over the weekend uh, we came in focused on what we were going to be doing. Uh, we were focused on where we were going, and you know we pushed back very early on on that sick leave uh, issue, um, and then we're able to get focused on what has always been our key priority, which was securing services for our students in school. Let me ask you about that, because I talked to the minister, uh, and you, of course, last week, and, and uh, mm-hmm. Minister Lecce was pretty adamant that the sick leave thing was something that had to be resolved. Now, we don't know all the details about what happened over the weekend, but my understanding is that you guys did not budge on that. We did not budge an inch. So you, that's a that's a victory for you then, I, I, not just for you, but I'm, I'm talking about for your workers uh, as well. Uh, I think it's for the workers, but I think it's also for the entire system. Um, you know, it just goes to show that the work that we do is valued, and there are reasons uh, why we do have a sick leave. But at the end of the day, we need to be looking at why folks are absent, not blaming them for their absenteeism. And I've been, you know, referring it to absenteeism is a symptom of the problem, not the problem itself. And now we're open to have some discussions as to what can we do to make working conditions better, to alleviate the pressures um, so that we get more supports in, so that we're not seeing violence in the workplace. All of those things will lead to better attendance. Now, I'm not so sure. As a matter of fact, I'm probably pretty sure that that probably wasn't a whole lot of the discussion around the table. But did you get any assurances at all, Laura, from the other side of the table there that we need to have those discussions? Because this is, as you mentioned, this is an ongoing problem. And and I, I totally agree with you. I mean, I've talked to I've talked to educators. I've talked to parents. Uh, and, and the absenteeism or the sick leave thing is actually a symptom. It's not the problem itself, but it's got to be addressed. It has to be addressed. And so, you know, we've uh, into the deal, we're moving forward, and this will be the next, uh, you know, thing that we're taking on. We have public support. We want to make sure that we are having good quality services, supporting our students, and part of that is going to be having some of these hard conversations and looking at what we need to do and what the government needs to do and the Council of Trustees need to do in order to improve working conditions, because working conditions are students' learning conditions. Well, and obviously that's been impacted by some of the uh, government announcements, shall we say, uh, over the last couple of months. Uh, do you get any sense or any confidence at all, Laura, that, uh, that the government's going to sit down and say, maybe we need to rethink this, do, we should talk? I really hope they do. Uh, and, you know, I am open to speak to uh, Minister Lecce at his convenience. Uh, I'd like to have some face-to-face conversations with him. I've only met him once. Um, but I think it's time to put all of the other things aside. Negotiations are done. Let's work together. What do He needs to talk to the frontline workers as to what we really need in order to make sure that our students are successful. 
I, I understand your, the number of different things on the table that you had to discuss over the weekend, and, and as you say, the you know the clock was ticking, so you had to get a number of things resolved on this. But uh, but was there any discussion at all about the impact that some of the government policies are having? I mean, obviously sick leave is one of them, but it's only one of a number of different things now that have been impacted by this, including staffing, mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah, no, definitely. And, uh, you know, I'm hoping that we were able to lay a foundation uh, for our education colleagues who are going to be coming in, and I'm hoping that they can continue the fight. We will be there to support them 100%. We need to be taking a look at those class sizes, pushing back on that. They do not need to be increased. They need to be looked at and made sure that people are getting good quality, publicly funded, publicly delivered education. Did they seem to get that, that you're the frontline people, you're the ones that are having the, 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 the best knowledge about what these policies are? I mean, oftentimes, and I've seen this happen, it doesn't matter who's at the, you know, in the corner office of Queen's Park, they make a policy announcement based on what some consultant has told them. They're not there. Mm-hmm. They're not in the classroom. They're not there on the front lines. Yeah, I think the proof is not going to be in what happened at the negotiations table, but what happens. Actions speak much louder than words. And so we need to be able to see actions from this government and from the Council of Trustees Association as we move on during the life of this collective agreement that shows their commitment to students and families. All right, let me get into some of the uh, the, the, the fine print here. Uh, you have an agreement in principle right now. Clearly, that must be ratified. What's the process here? Okay, so we'll be calling in our leaders. Actually, my team is heading uh, into the office to be working on that tonight. Uh, Today and tonight, we are going to be calling in our leaders to uh, endorse the package, and then we will start a province-wide ratification tour. Uh, We're hoping to have this done by the end of the month. So we've got a lot of work cut out for us and a lot of miles to get through, uh, but we're committed to getting it done and getting it underway and just alleviating that uh, other issues so that we know we're moving forward. Are you confident that uh, that the membership are going to be uh, amenable to this, that they're going to give this a thumbs up? I think the membership is going to be impressed. Uh, I mean, unfortunately, we weren't able to achieve as much in wages as I would have liked, you know, which is hard when you are the lowest wage earners in the education system. Um, but I'm hopeful that there are other folks coming in who are going to be able to carry the ball down the field for us in that manner, and, uh, and hopefully they can help us out in that way, in the same way we help them out with sick leave. Uh, and and you mentioned that this is going to go on. It's going to take obviously a few days to to have some sort of a ratification vote on this. What what's the status yeah. right now? Because previously, of course, there was the concern about you know whether there was going to be a strike today, uh, but yeah. there was work to rule before that. Is that off the table now? Is it business as usual yeah, now? As far it, as you guys are concerned, business, it's business as usual pending ratification. Okay. Uh, great news uh, for, uh, I think, everybody involved, as you said, except for the students who were kind of hoping for a day off today. But uh, <laughs> this, is, this, is the, this is the lesser of two pretty big evils at this stage. Laura, let's stay in touch over the next couple of days, see how this rolls Sounds out. Thanks like- so much for this. Thanks so much. Take Bye. care. Laura Walton, of course, uh, president of CUPE's Ontario School Board Council of Unions. So how does this impact the boards themselves? Well, I want to bring Alex Johnstone into this. She is, of course, the chairman of the board for the Hamilton-Wentworth uh, District School Board, uh, joining us on the Bill Kelly Show. Alex, good morning. How are you today? Good morning. You're li- relieved, I guess. I asked how you were doing. Obviously, this is this is a much better outcome than we were, I think, concerned about a couple of days ago. HWDSC Board of Trustees are thrilled uh, that our, um, the, at the provincial negotiating table, a deal was reached. This is fantastic news for all of our students. And, and you know, considering what could have been, and I know that, you know, the, the Catholic Board had already announced that had there been a strike today, they probably would have shut down schools. Uh, you were kind of in a wait-and-see attitude right now, but, I mean, things could have got pretty messy today. So that's been avoided. There's got to be just, a, a, I guess, a little bit of frustration, though, Alex, because 
you're the ones that have to deal with whatever happens here between these negotiations, but you, you don't really have a hand in this. You can't really do a whole lot about this, can you? Negotiations are taking place provincially, and it is difficult when negotiations are happening elsewhere. You don't have a direct say um, over the circumstances. That said, uh, we are so thrilled that a deal was reached. Um, it really shows that our, our labor laws work um, and that uh, that everyone's back in our schools. We couldn't be more happy that our, our caretaking and maintenance staff here at HWDSB are rejoining our staff teams in full. Our students need the full support of the entire school, um, and our caretakers do so much valued work. They, they're cleaning up spills, they're dealing with chemicals, they're testing water before the, the school day starts, they're flushing our water systems, um, they're making sure our schools are safe and clean so that our students have good places to learn. Well, and I had a couple of conversations over the weekend with some educational assistants who would have been impacted by may have been impacted by this, and and very passionate discussions about that because they do great work, of course, in the classroom itself. Uh, they're going to be happy, I know, this morning that this is back to work. But just speaking with uh, with Laura Walton from uh, CUPE just a couple of minutes ago, and she was saying that uh, she feels as if the door has been opened with the ministry now to talk about the impact that some of these past policy decisions are having in the classroom. That's got to be good news for you too. It is. We have eight more collective agreements to negotiate still, and so there is a long road ahead of us. Um, but this is this strikes a very positive tone, uh, not only with QP, with but with all of our bargaining groups to come. Well, and therein lies the the good news, bad news scenario, I guess. I mean, the good news is, is this has been averted and and looks like the the agreements in place, and hopefully the the uh, the union membership are going to ratify this. But you got a lot of other people lined up right now saying, okay, we're next. Uh, this uh, this is a long road yet to go, isn't it? It is a long road. I think that when we when collective agreements are negotiated, they are all of our collective agreements, and it's about reviewing what has worked, what hasn't worked, and setting the vision for the future. And um, uh, they're difficult conversations, but they're very important conversations because at the end of the day, it is about our students, and we want to, all of us, ensure that we are giving our very best to our students. And uh, as, as they begin those negotiations with some of the other unions that are going to be impacted by this, I think we're going to notice a, a similarity between a number of the concerns here. And They talked about the, the absentee issue and, and, and the sick leave issue and things of this nature. Uh, and, and the classroom environment right now. I mean, th- these are very common problems through both teachers and education assistants and maintenance staff all through this. Uh, I'm hoping the government gets the message that maybe it's time to sit back and, and maybe think rethink, I guess, some of the things that they've tried to implement over the last six or eight months. Well, and last night was a was a positive sign. So fingers crossed that that continues to, to be the direction, that uh, that fair deals continue to be worked out and that the focus remains on our kids. They need to be front and center through all of this. Well, and that's that should be. I know it is for the board, and, and certainly for the teachers. It's, job one is, is the well-being of the students themselves, uh, not necessarily the bottom line, which seems to be the government's uh, infatuation at this stage. Uh, there's got to be some middle ground here, Alex, because, I mean, you know, no matter what the government said, as you and I have talked about over the last number of months, uh, you at the board are the ones that have to kind of deal with the mess that these guys create, and uh, it can be problematic sometimes if you don't have government cooperation. It, it can certainly be challenging, and that's where your local trustees want to be li- hearing from from our staff, from our our 
students and from our parents directly at, at during these times so that we can continue to advocate and champion uh, those voices to the provincial level. Well, and for that standpoint, from that standpoint, rather, it's I think it's heartening and probably beneficial that in in a roundabout way, I mean, the boards and these unions seem to be speaking with one voice, at least sharing the same concerns anyway, about the impact of classroom sizes, about the impact of, of funding for things like education assistance, et cetera, like that, about violence in the classroom. I mean, these are issues that both you, the teachers, and the other unions are all very concerned about right now. So the government's got to be getting that message. And I think that, again, I'm going to point out that last night a deal was reached successfully, and that's where we are looking for collaboration with all three parties that sit at the provincial table. Locally, we are thrilled to have um, our our caretakers and maintenance staff back in our buildings. Um, it, it did create a lot of work this past week in order to put together a contingency plan um, to pull people from their regular jobs and to, to undergo training. Um, it's... Uh, uh, it was it was an enormous amount of work. However, at the end of the day, it just goes to show that when you prepare for all scenarios and you're and you're ready to go, um, thankfully we di- we did not need to use those those contingency plans. Well, you can exhale this morning because uh, it looks like things are working out. But as we mentioned, uh, still a lot of challenges uh, yet with the board and with the provincial government on this too. But uh, at least for uh, for a few hours today, and, and hopefully in the in the long term too, this is going to be business as usual. Alex, thanks so much as always for the time today. We'll uh, stay in touch as this rolls out over the next couple of weeks. Thank you, Bill. Take care, Alex Johnstone. Of course, the chairman of the board for the Hamilton Board of Education. And, uh, and everybody, both the Catholic Board and, of course, the public board, uh, relieved, obviously, that there has been an agreement in principle on this. Now, I do want to caution you, though, as Laura Walton from CUPE told us, that uh, it's not yet been ratified, although she seems pretty confident that uh, once the membership gets all the details on this, that they're going to be uh, happy on this. I mean, it's as I say, there were some financial things there that I guess the union was looking for uh, that they didn't get in this particular contract, but uh, I'm not so sure that's going to be a major stumbling block. But uh, we'll certainly stay in touch as uh, they get more information on this. And we do, for that matter, too, because we've only got the bare bones of what uh, was agreed upon over the weekend. But uh, everybody back to work for the, the boards of education so far. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.